before we begin, a really brief word about today's episode. This episode includes a couple of challenging topics, suicide and also domestic violence. For the most part, we're not going to be dealing with this, but there's a couple of moments where I touch on these topics. It's okay to step away if this isn't something you want to deal with. I never got a chance to say goodbye because it was all so unexpected. I didn't really say what I wanted to say at the memorial, and I'm sorry for that. My words will never be able to speak what I want to say, but I'll try. I miss you every day. Every time I wear purple, I remember it was your favorite color. I wish you were still here. I wish we could go see plays together, <clears throat> like we used to. I miss your smiling face. I wish I could know what you look like now. It seems we were all so young back then. I don't really know what to say. I wish you'd just give me one of those big bear hugs. This is all very strange, because as we both know, there's no such thing as heaven or the afterlife. I know that when we die, nothing will happen. Sometimes I imagine what you'd be doing if you were still here. I wish you were still here. I miss you. You always made me feel safe and comfortable. When my boyfriend hurt me, I crawled next to you while you were asleep and sat there crying silently. I let you slip through my hands into the arms of someone else who never lets me see you. I wonder if you still think I'm a star. We met at summer camp when we were nine and became best friends over the course of a few days. But after those few days, we never talked to each other again. I really wish that I had tried harder to contact you again, and that I had tried calling your house again, and that we, I knew something more about you than your first name in the school you went to in middle school. I really wish that I had tried harder because you meant so much to me over the course of those few days. And I knew I meant a lot to you too, and I wish that I just tried to continue that connection. And I'm sorry that I didn't. Welcome to the one who got away. My name is Oliver Blank. 
If this is your first time tuning in, thank you so much for joining us. If you've listened before, welcome back. Um, did you know? And if you did, why didn't you say anything? And what were you running from? And why was it okay that it happened to me? but not to you, Jack. Okay, I'm gonna hang up now. What we're listening to, and what we're gonna listen to together, are messages, real messages from real people all around the world. People just like you, might even be you, you might have actually called in. And everyone's answering one question, one single question. What would you say to the one who got away? Gosh, what a question. We were young. We were confused. It was fun. It was was so fun. Oh my gosh. I love you. I God. I didn't say it though. I should have. I couldn't get out of my own head long enough. I I couldn't remove myself from my thoughts. And I lost you. You're scared of commitment. And God, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I couldn't pull myself away and realize that I needed to tell you. And I wish I had, but I didn't. And there's no way around it now, so I hope you're doing well. It's really whatever I want is for you to be happy. I love you. There are all kinds of messages that people call in and leave because we feel all kinds of things when we lose someone, when we grieve, when we're heartbroken. So some of the messages are kind of funny and some of them are sweet. They're all thoughtful. Some are, some, sometimes people are angry, really angry or heartbroken. Um, often these messages are really powerful and they give us this sense of the spectrum of human emotion, of our emotion. The other thing is that it's an incredible, courageous act for someone to pick up the phone and call in the number and leave a message. So if you listen and find yourself thinking of your one who got away, well, you can pick up the phone too. You can call a number. And likewise, If you're listening and you're feeling a little overwhelmed because this is really heavy stuff, it's all right. Just take a pause, take a break, take care of yourself and come back if and when you're ready. 
I look for your face and listen for your voice in every crowd. And I wonder if, given the opportunity, if I would curse you or kiss you. mattered at all. It wasn't that you just enjoyed my company. I'm I'm sorry for all the missed time that we could have had before you message is for my now ex-boyfriend who I terribly terribly wronged I just want to say to him I wish I had a better reason for leaving we had such a long friendship before our relationship and you deserve to have a better reason than the one I gave you And I know that it hurts now, and it hurts me, and to say it doesn't would be absolutely ludicrous. And I'm sorry. And I've said it a hundred times. And I don't feel that if I said it a thousand times more, it would ever be enough. I'm sorry. I only hope that you think about me sometimes. That's all. Hey, um, it's been a long, long time. I 
think I should start by saying that ever since that day, I remember everything. It's been about 21 months, and you can do the math, you're good at math. But not a day has gone by where I don't think of you, or I don't think of what happened. And um, the few times that I've seen you around past, past that, I don't think I've ever been able to tell you just how much it's affected me. All the words that that ran out from me, all the poems and all the songs and all the nights. I think that I just remember that last day I had a few, it was raining and the only thing I could think about around you was her, the girl you had started dating a couple weeks back without telling me. <laughs> I think that um, on that day I really wish that I just could have told you that I loved you. You painted this mess out to be my fault when, in reality, I was the one always chasing you, always trying to pick up the pieces when you shattered me. I snapped twice, and you'll never let me forget it. You led me on and broke my heart repeatedly for a year, and you'll never take responsibility. I love you, and I hate you, and I realize that I don't even like you. I don't even know where to start. Every time I've tried to think about what I would say to you, so many things come out. And I'm already crying, so that's great. Um, I guess the bottom line is that I miss you. And I still think about you all the time. Which is unfortunate because, A, we haven't even been friends for a couple of years, and be here on the other side of the world. Well, I'm on the other side of the world now. Um, but you know what? I really just need to tell you that you were such a jerk to me. You helped me see how great it was to be friends with someone and then let that friendship develop into a relationship. Except with you, it was never a real relationship. With you, I learned how easy it was to fall in love with someone who would never love me back. That wasn't a very fun lesson to learn. So like I said, I hate that I still think about you all the time because I know that I deserve so much better than you. But at the same time, everything that I know about love, I learned in my relationship with you. Because I loved you. A lot. So, while I'm happy, in a way, that we never ended up together, 
actually no. I'm very happy that we didn't end up together because I know that I'm a happier person without you in my life. And yet, I still miss you. I still think about you all the time. I still Facebook stalk you, which is really embarrassing. And especially since last week when I was Facebook stalking you, I accidentally hit at friend. And then I panicked until a few seconds later when I figured out how to repeal the friend request. So I really hope you didn't see my friend request within the five or ten seconds that that was there. I really, really hope you didn't see that. Um, but I wish you well. I'm sorry that the girl you were going to marry, that that didn't work out recently. Um, but I have to admit, I get a little vindictive pleasure out of that at the same time, which is terrible. Makes me feel like a terrible person, but yeah. I do wish you well. And while part of me wishes that we could work out, the other part of me wishes that I will never see you again. Have a great life. thinking about that way the people different people in our lives who pass through particularly lovers romantic interests can kind of take up residence in our heart and in our lives and they kind of stay with us even even once there's someone who got away looking around the room that I'm in now and the, the shelves that are around me are filled with this wonderful detritus from the last 10 to 12 years of my life and the, the objects that are the most meaningful to me and the most potent are from these different relationships these different partners that I've been with there's a beautiful diorama wooden diorama of a first camping date with someone who I was in a relationship with for a few years and this diorama has uh, me and her sitting next to each other on the dirt surrounded by trees a tiny orange tent she had an orange tent there's also what else is there there's a photo from an inn that we stayed at or from another relationship. There's a kind of a, a cuddly toy. I think it was made in London. Of a kind of old-timey bank robber. There's so many different objects around me and they mean different things. And uh, me allowing someone to take up residence in my heart and in my mind and I think in one sense these people got away the relationship is no more and maybe deep down there's some element of heartache there still otherwise why would I keep the objects it's great to reflect on what we had in another way there's a celebration of something that was, that was really special to me, like a holding on 
for the right reasons. I think that we talk about letting go a lot. And I think letting go can be a good thing, but I think sometimes it's also okay to hold on and to remember and to just take a little moment to dwell on someone in the sweetest way. There is nothing I wouldn't have forgiven you for if you had only just asked. Every day when I saw you, I said nothing because I thought you were beautiful and I wasn't beautiful enough. I wish I'd followed you to Colorado and taken that leap of faith when you asked. I would tell my mom and dad that no, I do not want to move. I wouldn't have kept quiet and gone along with them because now I'm stuck in Arizona with no friends, no life, and honestly, I don't know who I am. So. Yeah. So, I, uh, I don't know exactly how to put it all into words. It's been probably, uh, 12 years now. But I think it turned out for the better for both of us. She, uh, I guess I'm talking directly to her. You wound up with a great man. He was a very good friend of mine growing up, and I respect him, and you appear to be happy. And I wound up with a great career, and for the most part, I'm pretty fulfilled in that. And uh, I don't believe I would have gotten to where I am if we had stayed together. Um, it was my mistake, the breakup. Um, it was useless, and I was a child. And you were a child. But I held on to you for years and uh, wrote a lot of terrible poetry. <laughs> but um, I think it worked. And I wish I had said something like this to you in real life. I'll never stop having that feeling of love for you. You were the first person I ever loved. I mean, including family. And you taught me a lot about how to exist in the world as a joyful person. And thanks. And uh, I wish it would have been different, but I'm okay with how it was. I love you. Goodbye. Why wasn't I good enough? I should have fought harder. I miss you, I regret not saving you, and I know that it's my fault, and I hope that one day maybe you can forgive me. I'm sorry we made things so hard for you. You didn't deserve that. I mean, we should have kissed on that snowbank that day. I'm sorry. 
when you left for Mongolia, I was glad for you. And I wanted you to do well and to find something that gave your life meaning at the time. But I didn't expect that when you came back, you would find meaning so far away. I thought you would come back and just kind of meld back into my life, and you didn't. And that's okay. You changed me, but in a good way. What I would say would be that I wish I would have told you how I really felt about you. Because maybe things would have been different. I would say we would have been so good, but you made your decision and... I can't change that, and that's okay. Why did you not try to keep me there? Why did you not try to make me see why you needed space? Why didn't you tell me then and let me get hurt? And and feel destroyed over losing you and sad and have to get over you and then come back and try after it's too late for us to have anything because you lost the chance. And why am I feeling more for this than you are obviously showing me? Why, why am I feeling so much for something that can't even be real? for not being more um, honest about the whole gay thing a bit sooner. Um, <laughs> sorry about all the stuttering. Um, yeah. Um, I hope things great. I really, really hope acting school's going really well and I'll see you <laughs> in a film or in a play or something in, in, in decades to come and I'll be like, I knew her back in the day. <laughs> uh, anyway, I, I hope things... I hope things turned out really well. Okay, bye. Okay, I'm doing this. Um, my, I'm grieving my best friend. Um, he is someone that has... I wish I could say you were the one that got away, but the truth is you were never mine. I spoke with you for longer than a minute, but if I could talk to you for just five minutes, I'd like to know why you never gave me a chance. If there's anything that I could ever do to change your mind, just know that I'll always be here, waiting for you to realize that I've been here the whole time. 
I'm sorry that I wasn't ready. Um, I guess I was tired of the one who got away. Why did you do that to me? Why did you just decide to bring me to this high point and then break me down to pieces and just leave me there and not help me? You could have done so much more to help me and built up the relationship, but I've moved on from that now because I realized how much of an asshole you were, how you weren't right for me, but why did you just let me sit there and crumple? You used to be the one that got away, but I know now you're just the one that left. You left a hole in my life, but it allowed me to realize I can be whole all by myself. I'm still so fucking mad at you, but I'm so glad you're not a part of my life at all. You're no longer my future, but only my past. Hey, Nancy, this is Gabby. Just wanted to let you know that um, I still think about you sometimes. We were best friends growing up. And I know that when we became teenagers, we parted ways, and I was okay with that. Um, I focused on academics. You focused on your social life. Um, And I was fine with it at the time, but now that we're adults, I think there's still room in my life for you to be a part of it. Um, I would like to be friends. I'm sorry that you haven't uh, accepted my friend request on Facebook. Um, I actually had a dream with you in it the other day in which you were in some trouble and you needed a hug for some reason and it felt nice to reconnect with you um if if you don't want to reconnect i understand i guess and good luck with your life to the one that got away i still miss you sometimes we shared a lot of memories together Our first date as we walked down the boardwalk holding hands and eating ice cream. Our first kiss at my ninth grade dance. Our relationship was fun, but childish. I still regret breaking up with you. I ended up in the worst relationship of my life after that, and I'm glad I eventually got out of it. But my dear one, we have now both moved on to better things. You've been in a steady relationship for a while now, and I think I'm in the beginning of one, too. But you will always hold a special place in my heart with all of our firsts, and you will always be the one who got away. Dear somebody that I used to know, I am so, so sorry. I was too early, too forward, too fast. I wanted you so much that I ruined what little we had. We could have loved each other. And now after two years of silence, you are back. But we can never go back far enough. Now it hurts me just to see you and to think of what we could have been if those two years hadn't been two slices through our hearts. Why did you hit me? Why, what did I do to make that happen. You were my first love. You were my everything. You opened my eyes to the world and 
I want to know why. <laughs> I still, I, I run that day through my head all the time, and I can't figure it out. And I don't know why you would throw everything away for that moment. That's what I would say. Thank you for teaching me so much about myself and opening my eyes to a new world. I hope to see you one day, soon in the future. I've been thinking about you a lot all week, and I've been screaming about you a lot all week, and I'm so upset about everything that happened. And if it hadn't just been, you know, five months, this has been years of my life. And people will say that I wasted it on you, but I'm not going to say that because it hasn't been a waste. It's been, it's been. A real, um, I guess it's been a pleasure, I suppose. I'm just afraid that I'll never get over you and that I'll be worried that you're happier without me the rest of my life and that I'll have to pretend to be happy without you. And that sucks. I hate it so much. And I want you to know that I really did love you, I think. No matter what, no matter how not good enough I was for you or anything, I don't know. I just feel like I really, really, really loved you. I really did care about you a lot. I still do. And I just, I don't know if you're gonna, I know you will find someone that loves you that much. But I just don't want you to ever tell for a second. I didn't mean everything I said. I said meant everything I've ever said to you. One time I told you that you were one of the best things that ever happened to me. And people would totally like to make the difference and say that you were one of the worst. But you weren't. Anyway. I don't know. I'll probably talk to you later. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Why not? difficult weighing some people up I can definitely relate to that idea of someone being the best thing, the most wonderful thing, so perfect in a bunch of ways and so special and then also encompassing some of the worst qualities, the most triggering uncomfortable abrasive qualities too and how do you square that away when you reflect on it, it's one of those things that's so difficult to resolve. I don't know if you can resolve these things. People are really complicated beasts. We all are. We have wonderful sides and there are terrible things about each of us too. Or most of us. I don't know if it's something we can ultimately figure out. 
we only knew each other for one weekend and it was one of the best weekends in my life um there seemed to be too many barriers between us that prevented us from being able to have anything lasting um but what we had was meaningful and i'm so glad we had it so i uh, thank you i hope i hope you have a wonderful life Hi, uh, it's been years, but I wish, um, that I told you more how wonderful you are, and I know that you had self-esteem problems, and I did not help that, I shouldn't have listened to her, um, and I still dream about you, God. I just wish that I was in your life, but I know that I hurt you, and it's been the biggest regret, I think, of my life. Of my life. Hi, this is Amy, and I would say to the people who didn't hire me for the job in a professional photographer's studio because they said I was overqualified at the time because I had a college degree, I would say not hiring someone who really, really wants a job because they have a degree you think will make them unsatisfied later on is a really bad idea because photography has been my passion ever since I would have been a great assistant. That's the one that got away. I never thought it would hurt so much, but I never lied that I want to see you happy. I just never thought it would cut as much as it does to see it, to see you find it with someone not me. Hi, um, I gave you my favorite poetry volume in grade 12 because I thought that by giving it to you, you would realize that I loved you. And I would like it back because it was my favorite one. And um <clears throat> and I've always regretted losing it and trying to give you a cryptic message through it, which uh didn't work anyway. But uh you're a great person and I'm happy for you and I'm glad that you're my friend and um yeah, I I'd like my, my poetry volume back. Thanks. So, uh, a few years ago, um, there was some tension between us on whether or not that we would move from friendship to something romantic, and we were both single, and we were both, we both clearly had a connection, and we were very close friends, and instead of moving romantically with me, you chose to pursue a girl that was already in a relationship with someone else and that hurt a lot it for a long time I felt like I wasn't good enough and I didn't show it to you um, 
but we, because we were close friends, that meant that despite how much it hurt, I still ended up spending a lot of time watching you with this other girl, and it hurt all the time, and I cried a lot and just didn't show you because I didn't want uh, to make you feel bad. And it's only now looking back that I realize that uh, you weren't treating me like I deserve to be treated and that I deserve so much more than second place. And now while your relationship with this person is now struggling and they're, it's coming up how you two value different things and there have been broken promises in your relationship. Uh, I'm with someone now that always puts me first and it's wonderful and it's only a reflection now that I can look back and realize how lucky I am to have been second place. I'm so glad you got away. I'm married now and my life's better than I had ever hoped it could be. But I'm so, so sorry that you're sick. Sometimes I wonder what my life would have been like if I had stayed and tried with you. But now you're fading and sometimes the guilt gets to me that you're all alone. Only my feelings were saved and I'm so, so sorry. Hi, it's, it's been a while since we've actually talked in person and I really miss you. I wish that I had reacted faster, you know, actually responded when you talked to me instead of, you know, being scared and hiding and pretending that, oh, I didn't get your message. It's really, it breaks my heart that we don't really talk anymore. I really wish we did, and it's, it makes it worse that everyone else seems to know that we've should be together and <laughs> I wish you were still around I wish I was still around but I guess I have to say I really don't regret anything I would have probably made the same choices because I'm not going to give up what I want to do with my life and stay behind and you know have your children I have other things that I want to do and I gotta do that first but Compromise. Compromise would be really nice. I miss you. Hey, the one that got away for me is this guy I met at college. Um, I should have really asked him out, but I'm a shy person, so I didn't end up doing that. Also, I thought because we only met at the end of college, it wasn't really worth the nightmare and heartbreak. So to him, I'd say, do you want to go for a coffee? Bye. Hi, Will. Um, I, I want to tell you that I can't listen to Passenger without thinking about you. And that really sucks because I love Passenger. And I want to tell you thank you for telling me who Passenger is. I want to tell you that I'm sorry. I'm sorry 
that I wasn't brave enough. I'm sorry that I let you play dumb. And I'm sorry that I believed you when you did. I'm sorry that I've perfected you in my mind since you left. And I'm sorry that all I can think about now are all the girls who are smiling at you where you are. And I hate that I didn't do that when I had the chance. I'm sorry that I didn't smile at you. I'm sorry. I still think about how your lips would always linger inches away from mine, but never meeting. I still think about that time when you lacked my trailing hands, that time when I wanted to tell you how great it felt to melt in your arms, but all I could manage was a sigh. I don't always remember what you said, but I remember smiling the whole way home. I still think about you all the time, but letting you go was the best decision of my life. I was afraid of being lonely, you see, and loving someone for fear of the alternative doesn't equate to a happy relationship or a happy individual. I needed more growing up than I thought. If I couldn't feel secure about being with myself, how can I expect somebody else to? I guess you finding her and moving on was just the shove I needed. I thank you, and I love you. Okay, that feels to me like the perfect place to end it. I thank you, and I love you. Um, so that's all for this episode of The One Who Got Away. Um, before we part ways, before we go our separate ways, I really want you to know it doesn't have to stop here. Um, you can take part too. You can leave a message for the one who got away in your life. Just call the number, leave a message on 718-395-7556. That's 718-395-7556. And you can also find more information about the one who got away at theonewhogotaway.com. The One Who Got Away is hosted by me, Oliver Blank, and features everyone, all of you, who took a moment to take that step to dial that number, open up a little, share your story with everyone out there. You're all incredible. I'm grateful. Thank you. Uh, The One Who Got Away was produced today by Philip James and Liam Campbell of Galaxy Brain. They run a studio, a creative studio, a small press and risograph printing concern in the Bay Area. Uh, They make everything from zines about wine to telephony apps for podcasters, like the one we use to keep the show going. Um, You can find out more about what they do. You can also buy their stuff. Please go buy their stuff because they're wonderful guys over at galaxybrain.co. And you can follow them on Twitter at Galaxy Brain Co. Go show them a little love. It looks like it's just me doing the show. It's not. They're behind the scenes making this stuff happen too. Um, We're going to be back with another episode soon in two weeks. In the meantime, you can find me on Instagram at 
Oliver Blank, B-L-A-N-K. Please stay safe. Practice social distancing. Try and be kind to each other. This doesn't feel like the kindest time at the moment. Um, let's try and dig deep and find some kind of compassion. Um, and if you're feeling alone or lonely or disconnected, I promise you are not alone. This is uh, There's a lot of us feeling that way. I'm feeling it too. We're all many of us are feeling it so if you can if you can reach out to someone ask for help that's how it starts thank you for listening i'll see you in two weeks time